Thanks for listening to the Red Pill Current News Podcast where we bring you the news you won't hear on mainstream media. New episodes every Wednesday and Saturday. Visit our website at www.politicalnewspodcast.us. Be sure to follow us on all platforms. We are on iHeartRadio, iTunes, Amazon Music, Spotify, Google Podcast, and many more. Now here is your host, the Kentucky Guy. Yep, that's right. It's me, the Kentucky Guy, here hosting the Red Pill Current News Podcast. Thank you guys so much for tuning in for today's episode. Before we get to that, I did want to let you know that we are switching up our platform a little bit. Uh, We are still going to bring you the news each and every time we're up. We're always going to keep you informed on what's really happening, not only in America, but as our world as a whole. Uh, however, we do have a lot of different things going on right now. We have authors coming on and doing interviews. We have mediums coming on and doing interviews. We have other podcasters coming on. We have comedians coming on. So we are changing it up just a little bit uh, because we want to appeal to a wider variety of audience. So if you guys like the platform and how it's going, you can always leave us feedback or even If you want to be a part of the show one day and be a guest on here and have your own interview, you can do that too. Just drop me a line at OLKentucky spelled out 99 at yahoo.com. OLKentucky 99 at yahoo.com. Come and join the fun. It's all about all of us working and helping each other throughout this crazy time in America. Once again, I'm the Kentucky guy. I hope you enjoy this episode. Thank you, and as always, God bless, and God bless this country. And welcome to the Red Pill Current News Podcast. I'm your host, the Kentucky Guy. Hope everybody's having a fantastic day today. So, uh, a couple announcements here. Uh, Getting into the show, I want to remind you, if this is the first time listening to this episode or broadcast, uh, we do drop new episodes here every Wednesday and Saturday. Also, if this is your first time listening, be sure to hit that follow or subscribe button. Also, for you wrestling fans, I do co-host Against the Mat Wrestling Podcast uh, with my co-host, Donnie Cage. We drop new episodes there every Monday and Friday. So, uh, real quick, just wanted to apologize. Uh, This is the uh, first episode uh that we've i've been able to upload in probably a week or so and i want to apologize for that i actually had a touch of uh pneumonia and uh have been pretty sick so therefore i just wanted to uh apologize for that i also wanted to jump on here uh this will be a real quick episode today we'll be back uh this is actually friday uh we will be back to our regular schedule tomorrow 
uh lord willing yeah so yeah so it hit me all at once uh don't know what really happened uh, i was doing just fine and then uh i became very tired very very fatigued and uh i thought maybe i was just run down from you know doing both shows and everything that's going on uh so i kind of took a couple days uh last week off and it got to the point to where i wasn't able to get out of bed <laughs> so yeah so finally uh, uh the wife made me go to the doctors uh and they ran some tests and did an x-ray on my lungs and uh got some pneumonia uh, building up there so anyways they got me on the meds i'm back on the men's i'm not a hundred percent uh but we will be dropping a new episode tonight on against the mat wrestling podcast i wanted to throw this episode up uh just to kind of let you guys know and by the way i really 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 appreciate the emails if you ever want to be a guest on the show or you have any questions like hey where you been you okay like you guys have been doing which is I mean, it's, it's hard-touching, and I really appreciate it. Uh, you can always reach me at olkentucky99 at yahoo.com. That's olkentucky99 at yahoo.com. What I wanted to do, and I meant to do this a week ago, <laughs> but uh, is this month, the month of November, is the month of the stars. That's our theme this month here on the Red Pill Current News Podcast. Basically, what I've been doing is I've been lining up uh, interviewers uh, to come on the show, to be guests on the show. These are all entrepreneurs or uh, business owners, coaches who have been successful in their field, uh, no matter what that field may be. And uh, they're going to go over their craft and uh, basically, basically, uh, you know, what's made them successful, their journey, what they stand for. Uh, we've got a real great, uh, this will actually start next Wednesday's episode, uh, will be the ninth and that will be John, uh, Papayani. I'm sure I'm absolutely positive that I butchered that name. Uh, but he is the founder of Papalini, Papalini, I think you know how you pronounce his last name. Panala, Panala, <laughs> Papalini uh, Media and Papalini Capital. Uh, he is a, a business owner there. Uh, I think you guys will really enjoy his story. Uh, on Saturday, we have Dwayne uh, McHodgins. He is, uh, let's see. Yeah, so uh, he will be on then. Uh, and then he'll be on saturday next saturday and then the following wednesday the following wednesday uh we have uh antonita logan uh she will be on with us she's a uh a media professional and international author based out of atlanta and chicago uh she's worked her way up in branding and marketing field a lot of, uh, and she's also been a uh, personal assistant and a brand ambassador uh, to external and internal employees. Uh, she cre- she's a creator of a full-service account management team, uh, the Alter Image Agency, the AIM. So a lot of fascinating people. Uh, she'll be on uh, next Wednesday's show, a week from this Wednesday coming. 
uh, and then a week from uh, two weeks from Saturday, we will have uh, Michael Stawicki, and he is uh, he is Mister Consistency. Consistency. Uh, he's a best-selling author in the personal development field. He's also a business coach and obsessed with changing the world through daily habits. So pretty interesting. And we've got several more. Uh, like I said, this is uh, this is pretty interesting. I really uh, I really enjoy having these guests on. And in this field, many of you know that I've uh, always been a entrepreneur myself. I uh, was always from a very young age uh, owning my own business, uh, doing startup businesses in business with my father and what have you. Uh, so these guys really, I'm an, I'm an author as well. So got a book out. Uh, if you haven't checked that out yet, make sure you do. Uh, America, the land of the sleeping. Uh, very interesting. A lot of good feedback on that book. Uh, a lot more what, what I would say positive feedback and a lot more sales than what I had originally thought. Now, once again, if you haven't heard me talk about this book, uh, this book wasn't wrote uh, to make money on or anything like that. <laughs> I actually priced it as cheap as I could on the paperback model uh, due to all the printing costs and um, all that good stuff that I had no idea, no clue about <laughs> when I started that journey. Uh, anyways, but I did bring it down to, you know, the, the rock bottom that I could uh, because I just uh, I wanted to put a little bit of hope out there there's so much negativity and you know that's one of the things I found with running this podcast uh, just the name of this podcast the red pill current news uh, people automatically assume and I found this out from uh, gathering guests uh, for November the month of the stars a theme that we're having and they immediately think that, oh, no, this guy's, you know, he's he's a hard right or hard left, and uh, he's going to get us on politics, and we don't want to talk about politics. Anytime that I am invite a guest on here, unless it's for that sole purpose, and they know up front before ever coming on the show, I will never, like, sidetrack somebody or blind blind blindside somebody is the best way of putting it. I'll never blindside somebody by just uh, throwing out my beliefs or asking them questions that I think that'll make them feel uncomfortable. That's not how we, that's not how I roll. Uh, that's never been the case. Uh, and the entire time that I've done this podcast, yes, I am a conservative. Yes, I have some very, very strong beliefs in a lot of things, not just politics, but my faith as well. And yes, that's why I use the pen name Kentucky Guy because some people don't agree with my opinion, which is would be absolutely fine. But when they get into the garbage of threatening me or trolling my family, that's where I draw the line. So that's why we use the pen name. And for those of you that listen all the time, you know that. Uh, the growth in this podcast is exceeded 
all of my expectations and i really can't thank you guys enough uh for that and uh you know let's keep going let's let's keep doing this i did want to uh i do there are a couple of highlights that i want to mention when it comes to uh the news uh and there's a couple uh headlines so uh yeah so let's talk about a few of the headlines aha so the democrats quietly preparing for a pelosi exit house speaker nancy pelosi democrat in california could step down from congress if the republicans take control of the house and democrats are quietly working to find a successor this was reported by politico huh i wonder why she will want out after all these years she's been a part of congress since uh many times when the republican republicans have been in control of the house huh you don't reckon she's done something illegal do you you don't think she might think she might be in a little bit of trouble do you and let me apologize i know my voice is not as loud as it used as it usually is uh that's just uh that's part of this healing process um and you'll just have to bear with me for the next episode or so <laughs> so quote nancy pelosi is so well respected blah, and so well appreciated that no one is looking forward to seeing her leave and the last thing anybody wants to be viewed as making even the littlest insult to the speaker said todd david formerly the political director for california state senate scott weiner of course he is a democrat seen as a contender for her seat from the pure practical political point of view no one wants to offend nancy pelosi well i will offend fancy nancy i think she's a crook i think her husband's a crook i think she does not have the best interest of the american people at heart and never has she has made millions and millions of dollars from insider trading and she ought to be not only fired but in jail political does note that wiener has been making numerous public appearances at events focused on housing technology and addiction major issues in the san francisco area uh, prompting speculation that he's preparing to run for the congressional district that includes the city pelosi's daughter <laughs> boy she's a gem uh democrat activist christine pelosi is seen as a contender for the seat if nancy pelosi steps down though she has not publicly uh, commented on the possibility christine often acts as a surrogate for her mother and has expressed similar positions to the speaker of course she has of course she has wiener seen as a centrist by many san francisco progressives recently advocated for liberal policies such as supervised drug use sites good lord and the decriminalization of psychedelic drugs man i mean how much has anybody been listening to this podcast 
to California or live around California lately? Seriously, how much more of a crap hole do they want to make this once beautiful city? Given the fact that these positions don't have term limits, and given the ATM that is San Francisco, this is going to be a brawl, said Democratic consultant Max Zebo. No one is going to leave anything on the field. Yeah, so it sounds like we're just going to have another Pelosi uh, in that area. These four people, and you know, if these four people are really voting them in, then I don't feel sorry for them at all. I don't. If they're truly, truly having fair elections and voting these people in who allow criminals to run free, to allow you to poop and pee on the streets. I mean, I know it sounds ridiculous, but it's true. Uh, Yeah, then you live with what you get, buddy. That's all I can say. God help you. Uh, Oprah Winfrey is back in the news. She, <laughs> oh, this shouldn't surprise anyone. She endorses Fetterman over Dr. Oz. TV icon, and that's what she's called in this article. I am not calling her that. I think she's a horrible person. I never considered her an icon. Never did like her. Uh, she is, oh, man, she's one of the worst of the worst. Oprah Winfrey on Thursday endorsed Democrat John Fetterman in the Pennsylvania hotly contested Senate race and rejected Republican Dr. Uh, Muhammad Oz, whom she had helped launch to stardom nearly two decades ago when she bought when she brought him on her popular daytime talk show as a regular guest. Until now, Winfrey has said she would leave the election to Pennsylvanians, but she changed that position in an online discussion on voting in next Tuesday's election. Quote, I said it was up to the citizens of Pennsylvania, and of course, but I will tell you all this. If I lived in Pennsylvania, I would have already casted my vote for John Fetterman for many reasons, Winfrey said, before going on to urge listeners to vote for Democrats running for governor and Senate in various states. Told you, she's horrible. Horrible, horrible, horrible. The Pennsylvania seat uh, has for months been seen as the most likely pickup opportunity for Democrats in the evenly divided Senate. Polls show a close race between Fetterman and Oz, a celebrity heart surgeon who is endorsed by former President Donald Trump. In a sign of how high the stakes are, Trump will return to Pennsylvania on Saturday tomorrow to campaign for Oz, while President Joe Biden and former President Barack Obama will campaign for Fetterman that same day. Oz left Oprah's show after five years and 55 episodes to start his own daytime TV program, The Dr. Oz Show, which ran for 13 seasons before he moved from New Jersey to Pennsylvania to run for the Senate. The seat is being vacated by retiring Republican Senator Pat Tooney. So, how in your right mind can you vote? And I'm not a big Dr. Oz fan. Let me, let me be clear about it. I'm not a huge fan of this guy. But he is the less of the two evils. 
you know, my dad, my dad asked me a question today. Uh, he kind of threw me off guard a little bit. He said, are you, uh, are you going to go vote Tuesday? Because he, of course, he was wanting to ride because he's wanting to do his constitutional duty as well. And I'm like, bud, I was like, uh, and you all know me, I, I, I'm just who I am. I said, bud, I said, I'd be a hypocrite if I didn't go vote. I said, do you know how many months I've been telling my audiences on every social media platform that I have how important it is to vote this midterm? And it is. And it's close. The 8th is coming. You have to get out there and vote. They're going to do what they can to steal another election. We have to have an overwhelming amount of support for American first. I don't care if you like Trump or don't like Trump. You still, if you live in this country, you should still want America first. You should still want American citizens to be happy, healthy, and proactive. You should still want to be able to pay your bills and be able to afford still to put gas and food in your belly at the end of the week. That's America first. It has nothing to do with Trump. He might have been the first one to say it out loud and call it MAGA, but that it has nothing to do with him. Like the guy or love him or hate him. I don't care. You should love your country. You should love your country. And November 8th, it's in a very, very, very important time. And we need to get out there and we need to vote. And I don't care if they're a Democrat. We need to vote with your conscience who you think the best person is that represents, that represents your ideal America and the American dream that you grew up and hearing about and witnessing all of your life. Jimmy Kimball back in the news. This guy's such a joke. On a podcast earlier this week, he admitted that he lost half or more of his fans bashing Donald Trump. Kimball made the claim on joining the Naked, Naked Lunch podcast. I can only imagine what that podcast is about where he defended his decision to tear in to the former president, even when the network allegedly pushed back against it. Allegedly. Uh, there was a quote. There was a one time, maybe, I don't know, like around the beginning of this whole like Trump thing where that was like of hinted at Kimmel said of his network bosses pressuring him to lay off the Trump hate. But I just said, listen, I get it. I don't disagree. I mean, you're right. I have lost half of my fans. Maybe more than that, he conceded. Ten years ago, among Republicans, I was the most popular talk show host, at least according to the research that they did. However, Kimball stated ABC backed off after he delivered an ultimatum. If you want someone else to host the show, then that's fine. That's okay with me. I'm, I'm just not going to do do it like that. So, first of all, I think that's bull crap. I think he might have had that kind of stroke at one time. I guarantee you he is not saying that to ABC now. And maybe, maybe he is. Maybe they're so woke and afraid of every little thing, of hurting his feelings, 
maybe maybe he does push his weight around like that, but I, he doesn't get the viewership. Uh, he doesn't get the viewership like he used to. And then Kimball goes on to defend President Joe Biden, and this is hilarious. I, I'm going to do my best to try to read this without laughing again at it. Here's a quote. <laughs> Here's a quote. Uh, he was a decent human being who was doing the best he could for the country. Another quote. <laughs> what an idiot. Joe Biden, look, whatever you think about him, he's a decent human being. He's a nice old man who quiet, who quite plainly, quite plainly cared, oh my gosh, about people through his whole life. <laughs> and that's why you're supposed to be a comedian, Jimmy Kimball. He's certainly not evil. If you believe that, you've got some real problems. Are you kidding me? Are you kidding me? This guy, take him off the air. Please. I've been saying it forever. I used to love late night talk shows. I used to love them. I used to work a second shift job. And, and a lot of times it would go over into the third shift. So that was the only thing on. I used to love them. Jay Leno and those guys, Johnny Carson, loved that stuff. Loved it. Johnny Carson I mainly reruns. I, I'm not quite that old. But any anywho, uh, <laughs> you used to really enjoy them. And then they all, it's not just Jimmy Kimball. Uh, I think he was one of the front runners. But they all got so political. And it was it was before Trump. You know, they got political on George Bush. They got political on Barack Obama. Uh, the Clintons, uh, it, it just, and it really, when Trump got in there, oh Lord, you somebody lit a match, something caught on fire, because that's when they all lost their mind. All right, let's get into the last article I wanted to go over real quick. Like I mentioned, it's going to be a short segment. I just wanted to let you guys know where I've been, apologize for it, and give you the exciting news about November, the month of the stars. Legal expert Alan Gerswatsitz argued Tuesday on Newsmax that the Mar-a-Lago classified document case against former President Donald Trump fails to meet two key standards. On the record with Greta Van Suster, which I actually like her, Gerswatsitz uh, argued that Whichever way Trump advisor Cash Patel's potential testimony plays out, the case fails to meet Hillary Clinton's email server or former President Richard Nixon's Watergate standard. Woohoo! The Clinton standard is why are you going after him for improper use of classified or other? material when you didn't go after Clinton he asked and second the only way they will ever they ever went after Nixon is when Republicans came and said to Nixon you have to leave quote and until and unless some Republicans indicate that Trump has crossed the line into criminality I just don't think there's going to be an indictment on this. His comments follow 
Patel being granted immunity by the Justice Department in exchange for testimony on if Trump classified the files obtained during the Federal Bureau of Investigation's raid earlier that year, the New York Times reported. Last month, Patel invoked his Fifth Amendment rights against self-incrimination in front of Judge Bureau A. Howe of the U.S. District Court for the District of Columbia in Washington, D.C., detailing that he would only testify through immunity. The issue is, was he talking to the president in an official capacity? Darowitz queried, noting the executive privilege complicates things. Does the president have a claim of immunity? Can the new current president waive the old president's claims of immunity? So this is not a faint accomplishment that he's necessarily going to testify. And we also don't know whether he will testify because the one thing you don't get immunity for is perjury, he added. So let me tell you, for those of you that listen to, that have either read my book or you listen to uh, the Devolution series that I had on, you guys know that I am a fan of Cash Patel. There are reasons in play why Cash Patel has asked for immunity. If they and they're granting him immunity, immunity, uh, immunity. <laughs> uh, sorry, the sickness. Uh, they've granted him that, which they made a big mistake. I'm just going to say that. I'm just going to leave that out there. I always tell you guys: do your own research, dig into this stuff for yourself, and see if you can make sense of it. I will talk more about this on tomorrow's episode. This is, uh, this, there's a lot going on, folks. A lot going on. And I know I say that a lot, and you've actually had the opportunity to see a lot of it play out. I mean, I would have never thought Liz Cheney and the January 6th committee would have actually subpoenaed, went through with the subpoena on Donald Trump after he wrote them that letter. Uh, <laughs> uh, I don't, you know, some people can say they're courageous. I just personally think they're stupid and they don't have, they're throwing whatever they can, just like his entire presidency. They throw in everything they can against the wall, hoping and praying and uh, trying not to wet their pants and thinking, oh goodness, oh goodness, please stick, please stick. It's sad. It really is sad. November 14th, there's supposed to be some type of announcement from Trump on whether he's going to run in 2024. If you listen to this episode at all, listen to the show, listen to one or two episodes, you know how I feel about that. Can't have a 2024 until you fix 2020. All right, so you've been listening to the Red Pill Current News Podcast. I'm your host, the Kentucky Guy. As always, God bless and God bless America. Thank you. <laughs>